Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Of course, in the studio, we got Richard Hoskins. What's happening out west in Midland, Texas? Texas. The great state of Texas. I love Texas. You know you got some hot riders out there. I promise you we do. We got listeners out there. Good, good. We got listeners everywhere. What's, what's up, guys? And girls. And gals. And ladies, if you're listening. Especially to the ladies. To the ladies. But we're talking about cool collector cars at any budget. And now we've gradually went up from five grand. We're sitting about that, what, 15, 20K mark. But, you know, I want to say something before we move on. At this price point, these are some of the probably the funnest, I'm not even 100% sure that's a word, cars you will ever drive because you're not, you want to take care of it, but if you got a rock chip, these are the cars you're going to drive and enjoy. Keep in mind, the same car, the same road that a $250,000 car rides down is the same road these cars are riding down. Yeah, you're just 10% or you're 10 times more concerned. At exactly. You're going to drive and enjoy these cars. You're going to drive these cars to dinner. You're going to let your buddy drive it. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want, you know, people ask, have asked me about, well, when the Z ran, um, you know, hey, can I drive it? Can you drive a stick? That's what it's yeah. made to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't want something that my friends can't enjoy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if you're too worried about it to let your homies drive it or for you to drive it, what's the point? Oh, exactly. You can have a car that's too nice. Yeah. I want a nice car, just not one that's too nice. Exactly. Like Ed Bowen and his Lambo. Exactly. He sold the nicest one in the world to go out and buy one that wasn't that nice. Yeah, so he could actually enjoy it. Exactly. I, I get that completely. But we ain't talking about Lambo prices. Not yet. But you know what? I want to talk about another car that's already shot up in value but was in this price range we're at right now. Have you watched Bear Jackson Vegas this past weekend? I have. How about the Blazers and the Broncos? They... I'm talking about the 69 through 72 yeah. Blazers and Jimmies and the the baby Broncos. Right. These things have gone astronomical. I don't, I mean, I've, I've watched it happen gradually. and I, I still don't understand their, the love with them. I, I don't okay. either. I don't either. I mean, I'm not a truck guy and these aren't even really trucks. I mean, they're cool. The two-wheel drive ones I love. Yeah, yeah. I like them hunkered down, but. Um, I mean, I don't understand it, but, you know, again, most people probably don't understand my taste in cars either, so I'm certainly not knocking it, but apparently there's a lot of people out there that but like them think about These lot. cars were like the cars we're talking about now, though, those Blazers and, and Broncos were. Yeah. They were $15,000, $20,000 cars for a nice one. Yeah, real nice one. I mean, baby dolls. And now, these things are fetching forty five, fifty grand for the same condition you could have bought for twenty k 10 years ago. Right, right. So it just goes to show you, buying smart could pay off. Anything nice, eventually it's going to have its market. I'll tell you another one. A market that has went down 
They went from up to back down again, and the market's kind of cooled off. And a lot of it's because a lot of your older guy or your hot rodders are getting older. But the street rod market. Yeah. You can buy beautiful street rods in that 20K range. I'm talking about nice, popular cars. I'm talking about 39 Chevrolets and, you know, 37 Fords and things like that. Nice, older restorations. But I'm talking about cars with Mustang 2s and four-wheel disc brakes. Tweed and tear, more than likely. But great running, driving, V8, air-conditioned, comfortable cars. And... I mean, you talk about a fun car to drive and eyeball for days. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to notice you. And these are probably, at the time they were built, probably $50,000, $75,000 builds. Exactly. Um, it's just unfortunately when you modify something like that, particularly when you do it to an era, you don't get that money back. No, as a rule, you don't. That's right? great when you're buying secondhand. Street rods, and street rods have kind of took a nosedive also because a lot of your owners for these cars, these guys are getting older. They're not going out like they used to. Um, I had a matter of fact, I had a buddy of mine send me photos of a guy that was a Buick guy, and he has a 33 Buick street rod Ooh. that they're selling. That for the family, the owner passed away. The wife had the car, so she has nothing new. So we're, we're looking at selling them for. And, I mean, this thing is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, there's no telling the money that it took in plating alone, much less the restoration. This car's gorgeous. Probably a $100,000 build 15 years ago when it was built, and the car's been sitting in a garage majority of its life. And, I mean, small block Chevrolet, just super, super cars. Leather inside, I mean, beautiful. But now, I mean, that's a $20,000, $25,000 car blowing it out. Yeah, uh, top of the top. Um, but the cool thing, it's been sitting in small block Chevrolet at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. simple. You're never going to find these 33 Buick parts, but it doesn't need those. No, it don't need those. And I mean, another thing I think about, too, is the Mustang 2s and things of that nature. The Mustang 2 front end. Yeah, not the Mustang 2. Still. But, but no, you can buy all the parts and pieces. I mean, all the brake stuff. I mean, it's just simple GM stuff. I mean, it's nothing really complicated about it. And great running, driving, handling cars. Yeah, uh, comfortable. Very comfortable. You know, and all those cars have AC and Oh, yeah, that was the thing. I tell you. Power seats from a 70s Lincoln. I want to get <laughs> them Cadillac seats with the cushions. You know, like the with the button cushions. <laughs> yeah. Pillow tops. Now, I give you one that was one of the $5,000 cars, but now is up there in that 15 to 20 range when you find a nice one. Early Zs. Yeah. Yeah, Nissan Z cars. Ooh, they're for a nice one. They're getting beyond that fifteen twenty even. Yes, but I mean, but I remember when you could buy those cars for a song. Oh yeah, yeah. You could pick up a good running L twenty eight two eighty Z first gen for five grand for a pretty nice one. Yeah, and now those cars have gone astronomical. And kind of like the Camaros, the second gen Camaros. Now the two eighty Z Xs are starting. To fetch some money. Yeah, because, well, they're, they're, they're getting out of reach. Exactly. They're getting the, out of reach. Yeah, the original ones are... The JDM boom has took off in these cars. Yeah, it's a real thing, folks. Uh, it's it's not a fluke. These cars are... They're collectible. You see the the, uh, the Z-Car gas monkey built? Mm-mm. It was a SEMA last year. Speaking of that, I'm so ready. 24 days, baby. Next year, man, I'm with you. I'm telling you. I can't wait. I love it. Never miss it. But... Gas Monkey built, it, theirs was a 260, I believe. Yeah, so it's a 74. Yes. Good looking car, though. The green, 
you know, of course. The 74 Dotson Green. Yeah, but <laughs> just a beautiful car, stanced out. I mean, there's they're some good-looking cars, and even better with the LS1 in them. They are, and they're great cars And I'm also. not that guy, but to me, an LS1 of those things is sexy. I mean, I wouldn't kick it out of the garage. I mean, I guess that kind of kills its JDM cred, but... Yeah, but anyone that doesn't recognize like why people do that, you're just being ignorant. Not to say that you have to do that, but come on. Everybody understands why people do it. It's kind of like back in the street rod days. Everybody puts a 350 Chevy in everything. You know why? Because it works. Yeah. That's why. It fits and it works. Yeah, it works good. Well, and I mean, they've been doing that disease since the 70s, putting small blocks in them. It's oh, just, yeah, now all day long. We've graduated to LSs. <laughs> we, now we have gone up to the next level. Fuel injection, good fuel mileage. I wouldn't mind and a power. Little, you know, if you want like a little hot rod JDM on the budget, how about an L98Z? Well, that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. TBI, a TBI is a good looking engine. It's a great motor for a car you just want to go out and drive and have some fun with. Yeah. I'll tell you another fun, cheap one. How about a Jag? Oh, I don't know about cheap. V8 Jags? <laughs> she, uh, like from the 80s? Or? Yeah. You know, find you. <clears throat> cheap to buy, but yeah, you better throw a V8. In that. Oh, no, okay. You know, like even a V8 swap when you can buy those cars for nothing. Yeah, you can buy them for nothing, especially because now you've got those Jag guys saying like, oh, now you got to put the right motor back in it. No, they did that for a reason. Exactly. They fixed it. <laughs> you read BAT, man. It, it cracks me up every time one comes along. They're like, well, how much is it going to cost to put the engine back in it? Why would you want to do that? Exactly. Like somebody had a great idea 30 years ago when the engine blew up. Well, I mean, your Jaguar Specialties is a company that that's all they do is make small block kits for Jags. And they even make them for the newer Jags now. That's some That's some killer stuff. The guy that owns it has an LT1 and an XJ with 300,000 miles and drives it every day. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll tell you, we got a break for a commercial break. But hang on, because we're talking about collector cars on any budget. Right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Richard Hoskins. What's happening in Overland Park, Kansas? Or Overland Park, I'm not sure. Overland. Is it Overland? I don't know. I just think it sounds Highfalutin up in Kansas. Highfalutin. All right, so we're not talking about highfalutin prices on these cars, so we're talking about collector cars on any budget. So, <clears throat> we're sitting at the 20K range, and we're going at 2025. We're moving up a little bit. I got a good one for you. How about all the patina cars out there? Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, you know, all the patina muscle cars, uh, C10s especially. C10s, and I mean like your old station wagons, things yeah, of that nature. that are... Nice. Built. We're not. Yeah, we're not talking about rusty junk. Yeah, we're not about right, good rods. stuff. We're talking about they just skipped the body shop. Right, right. Maybe. Or in a lot maybe. of cases, they've had paint work done to make them look like that. Yeah, and I mean, t-shirt on that, but you know, it, it's a cool look. And the cool thing about this, especially you know, not necessarily fake patina, re, real patina, or whatever, but the cars in the range that we're talking about are built as can be. I mean, they're a hundred percent jam up. And everything except, you know, either artificially or just, like you said, skip the body shop. Um, but we're talking about fully restored, fully functional vehicles. Exactly, exactly. So those are definitely ones to look out for. Most of these cars have got really good bodies on them still. Yeah. So you can actually take this car so when the patina thing bottoms out, you can actually mail, build Scuff a nice car out shoot of it. it. Yeah, you can make a nice car out of it. Now, in this range also, we're getting into the cars that everybody wants. 
Oh, the fun cars. Not the best versions of them, but, you know, 68. driver Chevelles. How about 68, 72 vets? Yeah, yeah, you can get a fine one for, you know, under 25. Oh, you can get a beautiful LT1 vet for 25K. Yeah, and that's a cool car. LT1 vets, 350, 300 horse. Depends on the year. They dropped to 270 and 71 or 72, but they didn't really drop in horsepower. They just went from gross to net. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was 300 or I think, I want to say there was even a year that was rated at 330. I, c- I can definitely be wrong about that. But, you know, I love the stripe, the LT1 stripe. Yeah, on the that's hood. cool. There was one at uh, Corvettes at Kiwi. Uh, I think it was a white convertible four-speed. <laughs> and uh, it was a sharp car. And I like the coupes too. I like them all. I prefer a coupe, but, you know, again. I mean, teach their own. I would take either one. I'm not the biggest 68 fan. The door handles freak me out. I hate the push-in door lock. Yeah, that's weird. That's just odd. That's weird. But, I mean, like you were saying a few weeks ago, if you can get over it, probably save you a few bucks. Yeah, the 68s are naturally, unless you start getting into big block tri-power, bring less than the 69 through 72s. When you get into the supercars, I mean, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and supercars, I mean, by American cars, muscle car days. That's what they used to call the the Hemis and the big block vets. But, I mean, and then, of course, in this press range, like you were talking about Chevelles, you can get into a nice 70, 71, 72 Chevelle. Oh, yeah. No, we're not talking SS matching numbers, anything. No, and probably not even a real SS. But but just a nice car. But a cool car to take to a cruising. And I'll be honest with you, that car, I don't know, it's not an SS. Nope. It's the same car at the end of the day. That, they exactly came down right. the same line. Yeah, Put a put a piece of tape over the VIN plate if you're that worried about it. Well, I mean, and and that's the thing with these cars. I mean, um, I sometimes I get caught up. I'm a numbers guy. I sell these things. That's why. But you got to understand, for driving it and enjoying it, it's the same car. You almost rather have a clone. Yeah. Well, that in a lot of ways, you can have a lot more fun with a clone. You can make it like you want it. Yeah. Not yeah. you're not so concerned with how it was in 1970. You're making it 2018, what right. you want. So if it's pro touring or if, or, or if it's just your hodgepodge of parts, you can make it anything you want it to be. Or if it's if you want radial TAs instead of polyglass. You know, you, you make it a, a functional car. Exactly. Actually, I'm sure that would be wide ovals. Sorry. The wide ovals. Goodyear wide ovals. You can tell I'm a Mopar guy. Yeah. Polyglass. Amateurs. Killing me. Talking about. Mopar people. I should have known that though, because I've driven a GTO on wide ovals. On wide ovals. Yeah. Not you. not a good drive. No. 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 The, the the tires have come a long way. Yeah. Our crap tires today are way better than the best ones then. Ever. Yeah. The uh, I tell you another really cool car that you can buy in this price range that I think would probably be really really good coming up. Because I believe they're coming up in value, is nice C10 trucks. That 25K range, you can go anywhere from your 60, you know, three, four, five, six style truck to your 67, 72 trucks. And even your really, really nice, and I'm talking about when I say nice, I'm talking damn near show truck, 73 square bodies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, without question. Uh, yeah, 25 grand on one of those, you can go shopping. Yeah, you you can find a nice truck for that kind of money, and even less in a lot of instances. I tell you, man, uh, I know it's kind of taboo for us to talk about this, but what about Mustangs? 
Oh, yeah. Old Mustangs. And see, this is one, and this is where the market, the old car market, you got to watch it. You know, five years ago, I sold a 65 convertible Mustang. That car brought phenomenal money. Now, and I'm talking about just a 289 automatic car. Nothing to get excited about drop top. They made a million of them, literally. Yeah, they really did. But now, that same car, you know, the market's kind of cooled off a little bit. And I think a lot of it is a lot of your Mustang guys are really getting into the newer ones. And I think the older ones have lost a little steam. I mean, they'll pick back up. It's inevitable. You know, it's just they go up and down. The market is. And right now, it's a little bit on a slump. Even the fastbacks. 25K, you're in good, fast, but nice fastback money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, but I'm talking about nice convertible Mustangs. I'm talking about GT Mustangs. We're talking about good stuff. 65, 66, and, sevens and eights, you back down in the teens again. Oh, yeah, nice ones. yeah. And I I never saw this coming, even though I should have. I guess maybe it's, again, it's our age. You know, they were the classic cars that when we were in high school that, oh, i got to have a 60s Mustang. And I did. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I drove in high school. But today's kids don't care about 60s Mustangs. You know, 20-somethings that are getting out of college, they don't want a 60s Mustang. And they Mustang. will as they get older. They will. They'll appreciate them. Everything comes back. But right back. now is the time to buy it. Yeah, like baby birds. Shoot. 25, 30,000, you can get in, into an okay baby bird. An okay. Yeah, decent. not. You can get into one that 30K, runs and 30K, good. you got a nice, you got a 10-footer yeah. bird. And uh, very extremely expensive cars to restore, so you definitely want to buy a nice one. Yeah. I will say that. But... For about another five to ten, you can buy one of the nicest birds on the planet. That's another car that is really ducked off in value. Yeah, I remember when a super nice, fresh, restored one was six figures. Oh yeah, and the thing with those cars is too is you know, Barry Jackson blew those cars out of the water. You know all the Amos Mender stuff. Yeah, you know, and they made the values of T bird just go up everywhere. But now they've kind of cooled back off, and they're actually a very affordable car. Yeah, and again, I mean. Any one that you're going to be buying that's running and driving has already been restored. You know, it might have been restored 20 years ago, but you don't have to do it again. You just got to freshen it up up a little bit. Um, You know, I definitely want to aim for a 56 up, have 12 volt. I wouldn't want a 6 volt. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. Definitely wouldn't want that. I tell you what else I don't want is a commercial break, but we got to take one. All right, guys, hang loose. We're talking about cars, collector cars at any budget. Right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Richard Hoskins. What is happening, Stone Mountain, Georgia? Love that town. I do too, man. The light show. Just, Love it. It's just trippy. It's magical. It is. Magical. What's that song? Uh, We're coming to America. It's got Neil Diamond playing. I think it's called Coming to America. Actually, I think I think that's that song. <laughs> that I, might be it. That's kind of like name that tune. I think that's the one you're thinking about. I think it is. So we're talking about collector cars on any budget. And that budget is jumping up high now. And we're getting some nice cars. But for 50K, let me tell you some of the cars you can buy now that you probably didn't think you could buy. 50K. I have seen later model Lamborghinis in the 50K range. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that are at the bottom of the depreciation curve. Yeah. Absolutely. Um Still get the occasional Ferrari. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh, you're getting three fifty five money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three fifty five, three forty eight, you can yeah. still do it. Um some three oh eight, we're back in the twenties again. Were. Uh, they're shooting up a little. They're not going they crazy. They went stupid for a minute, and now they're kind of settling back down. Or you can still get a pretty decent one for 50, 60. But it's like calm down, Magna P.I. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we are into, like, the exotics now. And then, you know, you got C3 Corvettes. Get a pretty nice one for that. You know, if you're not. 
We're talking nice big block car. We're talking a nice size. I mean, when I talk, I'm talking 454 big block car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, not a tri-power. Yeah, yeah, not a L89 or anything. <laughs> no, not that one. But uh, uh, I even, mean, you're nice C2 Corvette. Yeah, say, nice small block C2. Uh, you know, a non-matching number, good driver mid-year, you're all over it. You can even get into some nice matching number small block stuff for that kind of money. Yeah. sixty, Especially your 63 convertibles, 64s. And, you know, now when we're talking about muscle cars, I mean, we're into the big block cars. Uh, and, and in Chevelle-wise, you blow a 396 Chevelle out of the water all day long. Yeah, 50 grand, uh, you know, 428 Cobra Jet Mustang. Not a super Cobra Jet, not a drag pack, you know, but maybe not a Marty Report car. But, uh, yeah, you can Marty don't know nothing about this one. Yeah, yeah Mar- Marty's never seen this one. I got one for you. All right. How about a nice factory five kit car? You can get a nice one for that. Like, you can get a nice one. You can be under 50 with it. Done and right. Nice and I'm talking about like a Coyote 5 in it and the whole shooting match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 50s. And these are great cars. Yeah. Um, if you can fit in them and if... I think a lot of the reason that some, you see so many of these cars for sale, it sounds so cool until... Have you ever... I'm sure you have. You sat in a Cobra before. I drove and I like them and I actually fit in them decent. I like them. It's not a nice place to be, though. Like, if you want any kind of a, hey, let's go cruise with my baby kind of car, a Cobra is not for you. No. That's not what they're for. No. That passenger seat's just for, like, aesthetics. I, well, and I'm five foot seven on a good day, 145 pounds. When I'm sitting in the seat and the door is touching my ribs, <laughs> I'm thinking, well, I'm glad this thing's fast because I sure don't want to get hit. Yeah, well. Hopefully you'll fly out of it, you know? Yeah, that's your best bet. But but they are also really, 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 really fun, fun cars. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is crazy, if you ever see the uh, comparisons between them and the real Cobras, comparing a 5-liter Coyote factory 5 car with four-wheel disc brakes to a 65 real Cobra, big black Cobra, they eat them alive in everything. They're race cars. Handling. They're, they're good, modern race cars. Stopping I mean, everything. It's been 50 years. You know, we've come a long way. Yeah, it's just shaped like a Cobra. Yeah, yeah. And still not a nice place to be inside. <laughs> Aluminum, fiberglass, yeah. <laughs> Do they have heat? Uh, the Factory 5 probably does. Yeah, the Factory 5 probably does. I don't know but they build a nice car. You know, they do. They're a good reproduction car. I don't even want to call it a kit car. No, it's not a kit car. It, it's a great recreation car. I mean, it really is. They're great cars. Great track car. Yeah, the great track car. I want to tell you something. They have an awesome booth. They actually have two set up at SEMA. They have one outside and one inside. And uh, Dave, the guy that owns Factory Five, he's a super cool guy. But the cars are beautiful. And, and just, you know, they got the pro touring style, you know, with like the 17s, yeah. the bigger wheels. And then they have the traditional style Cobras. And they have the Daytona Coupe. The Daytona Coupes. I like those cars. That, that would be my choice of Factory 5. I would still have to go with like the Mark IV Cobra, but I like the Coupes. Um, now, his idea when it started, when they started small, you know, take a Fox Body Mustang and my kit and you got yourself a Cobra. The man's a genius. Not yes. only is he a genius, he's an engineer. Um, I mean, that was... That's got to be the greatest like innovation as far as replica cars of my lifetime, at least. I mean... It, it's brilliant. Well, you know, replica, replica cars in general leave a lot to be desired. Typically. As a rule. They, they, there's a lot of holes in them, to say the least. Yeah. Ask anybody that's built a Lambo kit car. 
Yeah, yeah, not. Reasonable. It's not like take this here Fiero and take my kit and make you a Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah. It, well, you can do that. Yeah, um, if you if you're a uh, if with an engineering degree, you're gonna end up with what you end up with, though. <laughs> but that's these kits are probably better built than the original Cobra ever thought about being. Oh, without question. But uh, the the Cobras, those are cool cars. What's another one? We're getting in that fifty k range. I mean, you got GTOs. I want to tell yeah. you one. Roadrunner. Yeah, you can get into nice Roadrunners for a uh, second gen Charger. Yeah, big body Chargers. Um, I don't mean the ones that look like a hearse, not the sixty six, six seven. But and again, we're we're talking probably not matching numbers. Good drivers, but sixty eight, sixty nine, seventy Charger Roadrunner. You can get fifty grand. I'll buy you one. Oh yeah, all day. I tell you something. Just seeing one that's not orange. But I tell you another good one. How about your Buicks? You can go all in, Wouldn't way it, under 50K, get into your, your nice you're stage one Unless you're talking about a Buick. stage one GSX, uh, you know, still might not, 50 might not do it, but literally anything else. Yeah. And I mean, I'm talking about and most awesome these, 455s. Most of these cars are going to have money left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe you can go get you a 65, 66, 289 Mustang to tool around in. When exactly. In the For the garage. wife to drive. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, these are some really neat cars, though. Yeah, when you're in, if you got fifty grand to play with, the the whole moral of this show, you got fifty grand to play with. You got some awesome options. You've got options for days. If you don't have fifty grand, that's all right. You know, you're you play all in your, nice tri five Chevy uh, territory oh, now yeah. too. You're in beautiful, nice, yeah. beautiful tri five Chevy territory. And you know, maybe you can start with that twenty five hundred dollar car and uh, you know, play cards right, a couple flips. You know, I'll tell you another one, and not to, not to jump back down too, too far in it, but you're talking about that ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 car range, the 54 Chevrolet, 53, 54, 49 through 54 Chevrolets. Yeah. I'd love that 50 Fastback. I love the fleet lines. Those are gorgeous cars. Um, but a 54 Chevrolet is a beautiful car. It is, and, and very underappreciated. Extremely, and they've never really caught on in value. And I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even drop small block in it. I'd make a hot six. You know what? They make so many hop-up parts for that Blue Flame 6. And they sound so cool when they're hot-rodded. Oh, yeah, they are. But, I mean, those are neat little hot-rod cars from way back. and But they've never, it's, just never really took off at all. The 55 was so revolutionary. It changed, the, it changed the automotive world. And, unfortunately, when you're the car that led up to that, you're never going to have that level of respect, respect or appreciation. Well, the V8 just ruled all when it came out. Oh, the Ferrari grill, and I mean, just just everything. It was time for that car, and when it came out, the cars leading up to it just took back seat. I mean, and that's the thing that blows my mind. But 50 Fords compared to 50 Chevrolets in value mm. is night and day. I think oh, Chevy's prettier cars. It probably it is a pretty car. Now, I like it. No, old bullet in those 50 Fords pretty, but... I like the shoeboxes. Uh, I just think that from a... Sheer design perspective that the Chevy is actually a prettier car. I tell you what, the pretty car, the prettiest out of all the GMs, it was the 50 Olds, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get yourself in a Rocket 88, 50 grand or far, far less. Yes, far, far less, probably. You're talking about the nicest one, you know, probably 25 grand. I can't imagine. On the planet. Yeah. All day long. I mean, there's so many cool cars you can get in this. And I mean, and and that's the thing I love about this hobby. Yeah. Anyone can participate. And it, 
You know, uh, there's never any reason to say that, you know, your car isn't up to something. Uh, somebody likes it. You like it. Go on the internet. There's a yeah, forum for exactly. it. Exactly. You like you're it. You're not the only you're, yeah, one. You're not the only one out there. You know, if you got something neat and interesting, it doesn't matter how much it costs. It doesn't matter what well, it is. And that's something I tell people all the time and something that I always do. Whenever we do an event, I always like to walk around. Something I do at all my events, I do. I always walk around and tell everybody, thank you for coming out. Hey, you know, and, and try and try to do those table touches. Just yeah. go out and talk to the crowd and whatnot. And you know what? You can always spot that guy with the C4 Corvette or the, which naturally I'm going to be drawn to that. But, but you see where I'm getting at. You'll catch that guy there that's in that, you know, lower end car. That's the guy I want to talk to. The man with the $80,000 show car. He knows how car shows work. That guy is often boring. Exactly. I want to talk to the new guy because you know what? He's the one that's helping our hobby grow. Guys, hang tight. We got a Craigslist challenge coming your way right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Richard Hoskins. What's happening in Ann Arbor, Michigan? I'm going to challenge you to a Craigslist challenge. Done. Challenge you to a challenge. So Patrick, the producer... Gave us two different price points. That's right. To find the coolest collector car. He gave you ten grand. He gave me thirty. You know, at first I was kind of ticked about that until I started looking, and uh it's harder to narrow it down the higher it is. It is. It is really is. You know, when we had three thousand dollar cars, it wasn't really that hard to you know, find one that runs and it's kind of cool. And you got your car. Exactly. But I think I won this one. Richard, what'd you find? All right, since mine was lowest, I will go first. Uh, I had a $10,000 budget, and I got money left. Um, I found a great car. 1953 Ford Custom Line two-door automatic V8. Ford-O-Matic automatic, 239 flathead, um, 12-volt conversion completed, aftermarket stereo, uses original speaker location, Dual exhaust, all chrome and stainless is original and in very good, excellent condition. Car has always been serviced, can be driven anywhere, no frame rot, all original trunk and floor pans. Has had a previous restoration, engine was rebuilt, can't confirm how long ago. Original owner has passed away. Tires and brakes are very good, whole car is in very good condition. Um, Non-smoker, not abused, uh, title, title's clean. Runs great, starts right up without any choke needed. Transmission shifts per- perfect, sounds great. That's a winner. And that's a good-looking car. Let's see. Try to find a picture. Yeah, That's a really good, I like the white steel wheels with the dog dish. And I got $3,000 left. And it's petty blue. That's true. It's petty blue. I don't know how you're going to top that. Ooh. But you had thirty thousand dollars. I got thirty k to take. A You're going to show at. me twelve C4 Corvettes. How did you guess? I found a. I, found I a, bought one from every year. I found a C4 Salvage Yard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I found a 1972 Chevelle SS. Okay, but it's a small block car. Ooh. Okay, but a very nice. Very fine restored. Okay. All right. Bright red, black vinyl top, black stripes, cow hood. Great looking car. It's got, cool, console. Uh, it's got the cool mag wheels. Oh, yeah. It's got the, the 72, the steel mags like they put yeah. on the Camaros. Now, this car's $24,000. So, 
I found me a Porsche 928 S to buy with a change. Wait, no, I didn't know that we could buy another car <laughs> with a change. Okay, we'll stick with my little Chevelle. But a 72 Chevelle, this is a show car. This thing is absolutely gorgeous. It's got the big block looks, small block performance. Small block handling. Exactly. Small block gas mileage. Exactly. Small block maintenance. Not running hot in traffic. Right. All right, what about this 928? The 928, it's an 85 Porsche 928. Five speed, oh, which is extremely rare for six grand. Now I'm going to tell you something. This ad, I wouldn't want to check this thing out, but for six k, it's definitely worth a look. Factory five speed, uh, for six grand, if it runs, it's a deal. It's a deal of the decade. That's a better deal than Chevelle is. Well, who who decides who won? Oh, and I, I'm going to go ahead and pick me up a 944 offset <laughs> <laughs> with my change. Patrick, would you rather have the old Ford or would you rather have the Chevelle? After hearing both of them, I'm going to go with Richard. Richard is victorious. Because here's the thing. I gave Richard, which I thought was not going to be that hard of a budget, and he still came well below that budget. I, I said keep it 10. He went 7. Professor is the producer's pit. All right, finally. Patrick's happy with me. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Richard. <laughs> thank you, sir. You, Patrick. That's what I'm saying. It's like, all right. Well, thank you. I'm t- look. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. So that's just it. You know, it's not. It's not a budget. It's what you're looking for. It is. And I mean, I want to tell you something. It don't matter the price point. If you like it, you like it. Right. And at the end of the day, look. You know, like me and Richard were talking about earlier. You're just as much in the game as the guy that spent. 15 times as much. And at the soul of it, sometimes more so. Exactly. And and you've got a car that you can drive and enjoy. I mean, these these lower-end cars are the cars that you do drive. Yeah. And you have fun with. That's what's fun. I mean, I, I'm not knocking. They're the, all made to drive. Not knocking the people that, you know, trailer their cars and have show cars. That's cool. They're beautiful. They're art. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to drive, you know what? You don't want a six-figure, perfect, nut-and-bolt restoration car. No, so you're never no. going to be happy driving it. No, no. You're going to be a nervous wreck driving it. You are. It's going to drive you absolutely crazy driving that thing around. And that's another thing. I mean, these cars are great, and they're going up in value. They're still, still great yeah. investments, just like all the rest. And, and it's not just the big money cars that are making money. Right. And these aren't daily drivers. So early, all you got to do is just take care of what you got, maintain it, and you get to enjoy it, and you'll probably make money in the end. I mean, that's a win-win all the way around. I, mean, I can't think of a better investment. I mean, I couldn't either. I'll tell you. You know what, though? I want to talk about this. Carolina Motor Fest is near and dear to my heart, and I want to personally thank everyone that came out. Like, this show has been my baby since day one. And this show gets bigger and better every time we have it. We have it twice a year. We have it in the spring and in the fall. And it gets better and better. And I personally want to thank everyone who came out to Carolina Motorfest this past Saturday. Yeah, Motorfest isn't a car show. It's a car event. This is an event. It is an event. And it's huge. It's my favorite show of the year. It is one of my favorite events to go to. Just all the way around. And it's not just because it's a show that, that I participate in, but it's just a great event, and it's right here in my hometown. It's just fun all day. It is. It's just a great show, and and I am pri- feel privileged to be a part of something so awesome. 
And like I said, congratulations to the guy that won that Corvette right there. That's a lucky guy right there. Yeah, really. Yeah, he had a sweet ride. He had the best budget. Now we got to figure out what we're going to give away next. Uh, I know we can get a pretty good deal on an 86 Dodge Daytona Turbo Z. <laughs> I don't think we want to give anybody that nightmare, Richard. No. <laughs> no uh, oh, I do. We'd have, we'd, have, we'd have the giveaway car that they would give you back. <laughs> Like, is, no, there thank cash? You. is there a cash option like, instead? Can I just get a hot dog? <laughs> can I get a couple of beers? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. That is absolutely horrible. But you know what, though? We, we really covered some ground today. Yeah, man. It's been, it's been fun. And, uh, you know, just this weekend, we've seen it. Like, there is somebody for everybody and everything. <laughs> Sorry, mine's somewhere else. Oh, well, I mean, the thing that's crazy about all this is when you go to a show like Motorfest and you see trailered cars from other states coming in and then you see that guy that that's their very first car show and they've got their son yeah. with them, you know? Absolutely. And Absolutely. I love it. Or, or their kid, you know? I mean, that's that's the best ever. And they're the ones having the most fun often. Oh, well, as a rule, because you know what? They're enjoying the show. Yeah. It's not it's not a hassle. It's not, oh, make sure we wipe it down again. It's, wow, look, we're at a car show and like people are checking out our ride. Exactly. And, and I mean, and this is, I love that look. And, and you see it in their eye. Just that, the, the joy and the amazement. And, and that's the magic right there. Yeah, that's what that's, it's all about. That's what this hobby is all about. That's exactly what it's about. I don't about. want to have a tearjerker moment, but I'm about to put one on you. That right there is what makes, makes the old blood pump just warm up a little bit. Absolutely. I love it. I absolutely love it. You know what else I love? Carolina Motorfest. Then I don't get to say that no more for another five months. Yeah, I was going to say like three and a half, but. Yeah, we started advertising pretty early on, on spring. But uh, yeah, I, I've, I love that show. <laughs> it was a great show. I did, yeah. This has been a great show today. Hey, man, I've had fun. I uh, definitely look forward to Bree and uh, Smitty being back. Uh, I am too. I, I miss Smitty and Breezy. I'll tell you what, guys, I'll tell you what. Be sure to drop some on the Hot Rods and Happy Hour Facebook page. Say hey to Smitty and Breezy and tell them that you missed them. And tell Breezy you hope her tooth feels better and all that good stuff. Hey, be sure to check the Hot Rods and Happy Hour podcast on Radio.com also, by the way. All right, guys, you've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.